welcome to the T2C Podcast. Here are your hosts, a double dose of Tyler and Christian. Welcome in to the T2C Podcast. I'm your host and producer, Christian Folsom. Please follow me on Twitter at Folsom's Facts. I'm Tyler Svaitanaya. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore Suavage underscore. And you know it's Tybo at the show's Twitter at T2CFP. Boys, 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 good to see you again. I know I missed last week. I had uh, some stuff going on. Uh, if you guys haven't already listened, go back and listen to last week's. We had some, a great guest and some good discussion about Chiefs football per usual. This week, we're going to kick things off quick and get right into it. Uh, we're a little time constricted, so we just want to make sure that we talk about some good football. Obviously, the schedules were released between this episode and last week's. Everybody's favorite mid-spring Chiefs announcement. I love all the content on social media that NFL teams just get to shove shove out. Not to promote uh, one of the Chiefs' arch rivals, but if you haven't gotten a chance, listener and co-hosts, please go and look at the awesome anime mock-up that the Chargers did on their Twitter. Great content. I'm sure they'll be winning an award for that, Uh, maybe a Webby or something, but holy cow, it's hilarious. For anybody that's ever watched anime, they basically did like a mock anime opening song for their schedule. It was great. Uh, all right, so let's get into it here. Uh, obviously, the schedule was released as we just teased. The Chiefs this season will be leading things off at Arizona. Uh, I'll be for each one of these going through. We're going to have the boys pick who they think is going to win. We'll briefly talk about it. Um, I'll just say kind of where it's going to air and what time it's going to air, uh, whether it's primetime or not, and what the betting line is in terms of the spread. Um, and if we played them the season before, I'll just mention, you know, because obviously we will have played our divisional opponents the season before. I'll briefly mention kind of how those games ended up, whether they were split or what the case may be. Uh, so this year, the Chiefs start things off in Arizona. That's a 325 kickoff game. So not prime time, but not an in game either. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by three. That game will be on CBS. How do you think it pans out? Um, prior to the knowledge of Hopkins being suspended, um, I expected this one to actually kind of be a loss. Obviously, the schedule came out after, uh, but the first thought in my mind was, oh gosh, D hop. Um, now that changes things a little bit, and I can see why they put KC as a three point favorite. I'm going to have to go with a KC win to start off the season. We've beat D hop before. I wasn't that worried about it. Um, I always, I never doubted the fact that the Chiefs are going to win this game. Um, but no D hop, no chance for Arizona. So definitely W. Oh, and just a bit of context. And I don't know if you guys know this or if the listener does, but basically when you are playing a home game in the NFL, oftentimes you are favored by, you You basically get a two and a half or three point uh, spot, essentially, if you're the home team, oftentimes by the Vegas books. So really, if they're the home team and obviously a playoff team last year, the Chiefs are favored by three on the road there. Obviously, they're thinking the same thing about D-Hop being gone. I mean, do the math. That's roughly a six-point advantage that the books are giving the Chiefs there. Uh, so both of you think the cards are a win. Uh, the next week will be week two. This is, will be the first home game of the Chiefs stadium at Arrowhead, or of the Chiefs season at Arrowhead, excuse me. Uh, Chargers will come to visit the Chiefs. This will be on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by three in that game. That's a 7.15 p.m. Thursday night game. Uh, last season, the Chiefs lost 30-24 to at home versus the Chargers in week three. 
Uh, and then in week 15, they won in overtime 34 to 28. If you recall, this was the game that the Chargers wanted to constantly go for everything. Um, that was the big hullabaloo afterward. They went for every fourth down, went for practically every two-point conversion, et cetera. Uh, so split games with the Chargers last year. This game's at home, again, favored by three. How you picking? Uh, I've got the Chargers winning this one. Um, it's going to be tough. Uh, if, if we had maybe Tyreek back, like we still had more glue on the offensive and now with so many rookies on the defensive side, I think it's just going to take a little bit. The, the win in, in Arizona is going to be a little false footing for us in the fan base. Um, and not to mention the chargers are always really, really hot at the beginning of the season. Derwin James is going to be in the offensive line is going to be healthy. The defense is going to be healthy. This is when the chargers play their best ball. So expect that going forward for at least the first eight games. I have to disagree here. Uh, I think, uh, Kansas city has a track record early in the season, beating the chargers, whether in LA or at Arrowhead, um, Patrick Mahomes, um, in an offense that not very many people have film on, um, I think we're going to have a good script for um, the first few drives. And um, we're going to come out like just the same way our offense has to, uh, you know, figure itself out and kind of learn how to play with each other. The Chargers defense has got a bunch of brand new pieces and they're going to have to learn how to play with each other as well. Um, so I think in Arrowhead, we beat the Chargers uh, and we start off the season doing up. Okay, week three, this is coming off that Thursday night game, so they get a bit of a longer week to prepare. It's a 10, 10 days later on the 25th. This is a noon game on CBS. Chiefs take on the Colts in Indianapolis. Chiefs are favored by two and a half in Indianapolis. Colts, obviously, uh, a playoff team last season. Uh, today, the Colts actually signed Philip Lindsay, just as a quick way to bring this back to the AFC West, which we will be talking a lot about today. Former Broncos running back. Colts just signed him today, not the biggest splash signing. Obviously, the Colts already have um, a Pro Bowl running back. Um, but anyway, just, just some quick nugget of news there. Again, Chiefs at Colts. Chiefs favored by two and a half. CBS noon game. I've got the Chiefs winning this one. If it was less than the 10 days, I may have to give it up to the Colts just based on how uh, good Jonathan Taylor is. I think we still pull out a win. Um, but given the young defense and how much uh, Spags is not good at his job, uh, if you're a betting man, I would bet all the money for Jonathan Taylor to have about a thousand yards come that day. See, I think our first four game stretch is tough. And I think the Colts are the sneaky toughest opponent that we're going to have. I mean, second toughest, because I think the Buccaneers are the best uh, of those four teams, but um, I think we lose this game. You know, we've been good in Mahomes' stint on the road, but I think going to Indianapolis, um, it, it all depends on how Matt Ryan is playing in that offense, but we're bad against the run. I don't think we've fixed that problem. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to run all over us um, in Indianapolis. So I think, I think we go uh, L here, unfortunately. Okay. Moving on, the Chiefs take on the Buccaneers. Uh, this will be in Tampa. This is a 7.20 p.m. Sunday night football primetime game. For those of you guys, this is now two primetime two prime games in the first four games of the season for the Chiefs. 
Uh, obviously, Mahomes in what could be Brady's final season. We might be saying that for the next 60 years. Um, again, <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs are actually dogs in this game. Two-point dogs on the road in Tampa Bay, Sunday night football on NBC. Uh, how are we picking? Well, Tom Brady's got an extra $40 million coming in per year, so he can finally wear the pants in his family outside of the football field. That's a first for his life. Uh, and I'm going to have to give him the pants in the Mahomes-Brady relationship for regular season now and not just the postseason um, as the Bucks are are going to beat the Chiefs um, as we try to gain our footing, get chemistry. Uh, the first four games are always the most telling and getting rookies situated. Uh, and this is going to be no different, especially with the hardest, the number one ranked toughest schedule in the league. Uh, so we will start our first four games off in my mind, two and two. I'm going to have to agree with you because I think the Bucks are the, the toughest team in the toughest spot, you know, having to go to Tampa Bay um, of the first four game stretch. So I, I think we lose this game too. Um, and I, I think we hit our stride afterwards though. You know, I uh, two and two coming out of that first four game stretch isn't bad. Um, but the Chiefs are going to achieve just like Chargers are going to Chargers. Chiefs are going <laughs> to Chiefs are going to cheat. Like, I mean, we, we know who we are. And he's going to find footing eventually. All right. Next week, uh, just for everybody at home, we are both, both guys are sitting at two and two through the first four game stretch. The only discrepancies being the Chargers Colts games, and they just picked opposite of one another. So two and two. Uh, going into the next week, week five, the Chiefs take on the Raiders. This will be an arrowhead. Uh, last season, the Chiefs did what the Chiefs always do to the Raiders and beat them twice. Uh, they beat them week 10, 41-14. Mahomes went off for 406 yards. This was in Vegas. And then they beat them week 14, uh, 48 to 9. Uh, and Mahomes just had the 258 passing yards that game. Uh, so 2-0 and against the Raiders last year. Obviously, the Raiders are not the same team. Uh, and signing a couple of great, talented players in the offseason, as every other team in the AFC West did this year. This game is a Monday night football game, Monday on ESPN, 7.15 p.m. That's three primetime games in their first five games. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by six at home against the Raiders. How you picking? Chiefs are going to chief just like Tybo just said, man. It's it's going to be an electrifying game that shows exactly the type of talent that the Chiefs team has when it's all clicking. Lockdown DB Trent McDuffie locks up Devontae Adams no more than 50 yards. He gets his first pick six of the season. <laughs> uh, the Raiders got good in certain places, but in places where the Chiefs are already strong, uh, the Chiefs got stronger. The defensive, their our offensive line is going to lock it up. Pat's going to be able to go. Their DBs didn't get any better. Their offensive line didn't really get that much better, if at all. Um, it's not really going to even be a fight. They're going to get smacked up, and they're going to their bodies are going to be a little looking a little black and gray once the Chiefs walk out with a big fat dub. I think there's enough players still on this team that remember the Raiders' victory lap. Um, I don't think we lose to the Raiders in Arrowhead. Um, Pat Mahomes is going to have seven TDs. <laughs> <laughs> I said it once, I don't say it again. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's 2-0 against the Raiders that week. 
Next week, Chiefs take on the Bills. This will be in Arrowhead. Obviously, last year, two interesting games against Buffalo. Uh, A, the playoffs in which the NFL basically decided to change the overtime rules over that game uh, after Josh Allen and the Bills didn't get the ball back again. Everybody knows the whole drama about all that. Chiefs came out on top there to then go on and lose to the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. However, they also lost to the Bengals. They split, or it's not the Bengals, the Bills, excuse me. They split with them. Uh, week five, they played them and lost 38 to, to 20. Uh, this was also in Arrowhead versus Buffalo. Uh, Josh Allen just kind of went off in that game and had a good game. Um, anyhow, this game is a 325 afternoon game. This will be on CBS. Again, this is in Arrowhead. Buffalo favored by one point. I think I'm going to have to take Buffalo in this one again. I, I know it's at Arrowhead. They did beat us last time in Arrowhead. Uh, we may have been seeming to hit our stride, but don't forget the Bills also got better with bringing in Vaughn Miller. Um, I like that running back they brought in uh, into the draft. I'm expecting him to be their day one starter. Um, don't forget Carrie Elam that's going to come in. Uh, it's another lockdown corner. I was even on him and Trent McDuffie. Uh, so, Honestly, uh, I think they're going to be able to pull out another regular season win uh, in Arrowhead. Uh, give me three and three for the Chiefs. The Bills running back room was strange last year, and I still think it is strange with the addition of that rookie running running back. Um, I don't know if he's going to be your day one starter, but I definitely know that multiple running backs are going to get um, attempts in that offense. Um, but I think the friendship and rivalry that Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen have raises the, the importance of this game to the team and just their level of play. I think we win this game. I think we have a, a, a two and O little home stretch here in Arrowhead. And I think the chiefs really make a statement um, by beating the bills here. Okay. Uh, the next week, the chiefs take on the 49ers. This is a 325 game Sunday uh, on Fox. This is in San Francisco. Chiefs are favored by one and a half on the road in San Francisco. How do you pick it? Fred McDuffie shows you who's boss again. He's going to lock down Debo, who gets no more than 50 yards, and he's going to get two picks in this game. And this is going to be absolutely disgusting. I've got this one winning big, big, big. I don't care how many times the Niners run the ball. We're going to score a touchdown for every like 15 times a running back touches the ball in this game. It's going to be disgusting. Give me a win for the Chiefs. We are we are strange in the way we pick things for different reasons because I the Chiefs have always have a midseason lull or just a really – they just go out there and play an egg. Um I think the 49ers are a bad matchup for us. Um, they have a lot of weapons in another strange backfield situation that uh, has a lot of different people that get carries. And like I said, we're bad against a lot. So I think Kyle Shanahan's offense is just a little bit of a bad matchup for us. Jimmy G will always lose them the game, just like they did in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It could be Trey Lance. You never know. <laughs> yeah, point. about that point, point. You never know what the question marks they've got going on. All right, uh, next week the Titans come to Arrowhead. This is another primetime game, Sunday night football, seven twenty p.m. on NBC. Chiefs favored by six. 
Last season, Chiefs took a major midseason L slump, like Tybo just teased, when they went to Tennessee and got walloped 27-3. to uh, How you picking? Derrick Henry's not going to be the same this year. After coming off of the, the Liz Frank fracture in his foot, uh, he, he's had too, too many touches. He's had too much usage. Uh, he's going to start to look like Russell Westbrook. Uh, Brick, sorry. Uh, and it's just not going to look pretty. Realistically, we're going to be looking at this game when it comes up on the schedule and asking why the NFL doesn't have the ability to flex scheduled games uh, prior to week eight or so. Um, it, it's not even going to be close. This is this is going to be disgusting. I don't I don't care how good they may think they are at, at that point or right now. Uh, and we're going to get uh, we're going to get Coach Careway back on here for a little smack talk, um, and it's not going to be going in his favor. Let me tell you. Give me the Chiefs. I think the Titans offense got worse. Um, They added pieces. I mean, they gave away AJ Brown, but they added pieces and I still think they got worse. Um, I, I agree. I think we're going to win this game. And I, I think it's kind of sneaky. Like we could lose this game, um, especially if the Titans have their shit figured out on offense. Um, But I, I got faith in the Chiefs, So we win this game. Next one's a pretty easy pick for everybody. We may not have a ton to say about it. Uh, Chiefs at home, noon game on CBS against the Jags, favored by 10 and a half. I think it's still going to be a, a fairly easy game. The, the, the Chiefs will walk away with a win, uh, especially with it being a home game. But everybody needs to, to recognize kind of what's going to happen down there with Doug Peterson coming in. I see this Jaguars franchise seeing a nice little turnaround. Uh, he is a little bit of a QB whisperer. So expect Trevor Lawrence to have uh, a much, much, much better year this year as his head coach isn't grinding on 20 year olds in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk shit too much, but you know, it's the Jags. It's a W. A uh, week after that chiefs will be traveling to chargers. This is a three twenty-five afternoon game on CBS. The Chargers are actually favored by two and a half this game. Again, as I said before, uh, the Chiefs split games with the Chargers last year. Interestingly enough, they lost at home against the Chargers and won in overtime on the road uh, in the Chargers. So this is this is that on-the-road game late season again. Pickle. At the Chiefs winning this one, Derwin James is going to be out by week four, as he typically is, uh, and that team's going to be beat up like they typically are. Chiefs are going to split, but they're going to be uh, wins away for both teams. And seeing my split was different. I think we lose this game on the road. Um, I think the after losing in the beginning of the season, I think the Chargers come prepared this game and we drop another one on the road. All right. Week after that, Super Bowl champs, Rams come to Kansas City. Talk about a rough stretch this stretch here. Chiefs come, or excuse me, Rams come to Kansas City. This will be another 325 afternoon game on Fox. Chiefs are favored by three. I've got the chief. I've been, this is, this is the, probably the toughest game for me to pick on our schedule. I think I have to take the chiefs to win here. The Rams are going to be sitting in a super bowl hangover. I'm not sure how much or any of them are going to want to actually play this season, given most of them are aging as well. I have more faith in Kansas City's ability to win at home this year. I don't know what um, 
what's given me that kind of vibe, but um, the chiefs weren't as good at home the past couple of years as they've been on the road. Like their road stats are ridiculous. Um, but I, I think we beat the Rams at home. Um, I like Tyler said, they're, they're aging and they lost some pieces. Their best. I mean, their best receiver is really good, but underneath Cooper cup, I don't see a lot of harmful weapons. So um, Jay and woods are gone. Like who, do, who else do they have? Yeah. Van Jefferson. <laughs> Put some respect on my name, man. Uh, all right. The next week, the Chiefs travel to Cincinnati. Obviously, the team that knocked the Chiefs out of the playoffs last year. And the last time we saw Tyree Kill playing a game for the Chiefs, who has obviously departed for the Dolphins. Interestingly enough, even though the Chiefs are the road team, they're favored by one point on the road at Cincinnati. It's a very interesting line to me. What does that say to you guys? For me, that means that they really don't know which way this is going to go. Obviously, the lines can change at any time, but if you're giving a straight-up pick or anything less than a two-and-a-half line, uh, you have no idea what's going to happen. And I would say that, again, both games were very close with comebacks by the Bengals. Um, I just think their offense is too full of weapons. I, I would say right now I have the Bengals winning um, just because they – did make additions to the offensive line. We did talk about that with Caraway last week. I think those additions are just good enough to keep Burrow from getting touched as much. Um, so give me the Bengals to win this one, but honestly, that could change with a few circumstantial changes. This is a tough call for me, but I I don't know what it is about the Bengals offense. Um, we just don't play well against them. Um, Joe Burrow found two incredible ways to beat this team last year. Um, and his offense, you know, with the continuity, I think they're only getting better. Um, I think they're an offense that rivals us in their magnitude and their ability to score. Um, I think we have a little bit of a road bug this year. I think we lose this game. You're both saying we lose that game then, huh? Okay. Then we're moving on. Oh, yeah, for context, as Tyler briefly teased, we did go 0-2 against the Bengals last year. We lost the playoffs, but we also lost week 17, 34-31. So maybe a bit of revenge this season. Who knows? Uh, The next week, Chiefs travel to Denver. This game is a 7.20 p.m. Sunday night football game on NBC per usual when it comes to Sunday night. There isn't a line for this game. This game is a 100% pickup, which is very interesting in the fact that the Chiefs haven't lost to the Broncos in, what, six years? Um, times are changing. We'll be talking more about the AFC West here in a minute. We've got a few stats coming up in our new Folsom's Facts segment. Uh, but before we get to that, we'll be talking a little bit through uh, Tybo's Top 5, also a new segment we're going to present this week. Uh, both of those segments will have to do with kind of the strengthening of the AFC West, AFC Best, as we've been uh, so lovingly calling it. Uh what does this say to you guys? I mean, it's a straight pick them on the road in mile high. The Chiefs haven't lost to them since shit forever ago. Mr. Unlimited <laughs> is about to figure out how absolutely limited he absolutely is. Like it, this is this is with five weeks left to go into the season. He's gonna walk into Mile High Stadium and realize, man. 
I'm the same old rush. It doesn't matter what team I'm on. You get me halfway through the season and I've lost my sheen and my shine. It's going to be no different than it has been. Watch watch Russ and this Broncos team realistically fall off halfway through the season, no matter how easy or hard their schedule is. Chiefs walk into mile, mile high and take one home easily. See, I... <sighs> They got a lot of faith in Russell Wilson, you know, the, whoever makes the odds. The biggest, a lot of people have a lot of faith, faith in Russell Wilson. So if the Broncos figure it out, this is a this is a sneaky game that I think we could lose as well. Um, the streak can only last for so long. Like I. I think I'm not as scared of the Raiders as I am the Broncos, especially if the Broncos can figure it out. The Broncos could be an incredible team because they don't have a bad defense and Russell Wilson, you know, used to throw touchdowns to people named Will Disley. So like, I mean, he can work with limited tools. Um, so I don't, I, th- I think this game's really close. You know, like Christian said, this is a pickup game. So I think we should win, but we lose this game because we have a road bug. Okay, so Tyler says we win, Tabo says we lose. Okay, just trying to keep track of the records as we go along here so we can have some at the end. All right, and then the next week, Chiefs travel to Houston and take on the Texans. This is a noon game on CBS, Chiefs favored by 11. Tyler, I think your mic went out. Tybo, go ahead while he tries to figure that out. We we fix our road bug, and this is the game and the team to do it on. Um, we win this game down in Houston. Tyler? Yeah, just like the Jags game. Come into, come into Houston, walk out with an easy dub. Next week, the Chiefs are back at home. The Seahawks are coming to town. A very battered and rebuilding mode Seahawks. Uh, this game is a new game on Fox. Chiefs favored by 11. There are rumors out there that a one Mr. Drew Brees, if he is looking to come back into the league, that Seattle will be the spot that he lands. Wouldn't be surprised by that. I'd be more surprised that he actually comes back seeing the state that we uh, last saw him in. And without him, they're going to be looking at Drew Locke, who's damn near Drew B, Drew, Drew Brees with a noodle arm. Um, so the Chiefs will also get a fairly easy dub against the Seahawks. Dub, 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 dub. Gonna set Both man can eat it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, they're not ever going to be there. It's an Arrowhead game anyhow. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's like okay. Uh, the next game, Broncos come to Kansas City and Arrowhead. Uh, obviously, Chiefs won both games last year against the Broncos and the year before and the year before and the year before and the year before and the year before. Uh, this is a noon <laughs> game on CBS. Chiefs favored by four. Uh, this is also a New Year's Day game. Very, very interesting. Kansas City will be up for the better part of about 48 to 72 hours uh, just running high off of the new year. What? Uh, no, it's not. This is this is January 1st there, bud. Yeah, it's a January 1 game. The Seahawks game is Christmas Eve, I should have said. Oh, my bad. I'm looking at the wrong <laughs> Chiefs Broncos. God damn it. You can cut that out. I'm so sorry. Nope, it's staying in. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Oh, good, bro. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be a fun one. Um, 
I, I'm going to call another Chiefs win uh, as we take another dub, dub, a double dub over the Broncos. Rub a dub a dub. I think we win this too. This is where we split the series with Denver. Um, if if they be the team that they can be, I think we split the series with them this year. And final game of the year, Chiefs travel to Vegas to take on the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. Rumbling, stumbling. So this game, actually, there's not been a time set for this. Obviously, it's going to be January 8th. We know that for a fact. Uh, but with the flex scheduling for the final week for the playoffs, they never set the, the times for these until the week of, usually, or a couple weeks before, just so that teams don't play like to where they know what their fate is and then throw games away, blah, blah, blah. So Chiefs are favored by three on the road in Vegas against the Raiders. Uh, last season, as I said before, Chiefs beat the Raiders 41-14 and 48-9. Pick them! If you would do me a favor, Christian, what are we tallying up right now going into week uh, 17? Going into the final week? Or, yeah, going into the final week. What what are our splits? All right. Let's just go by person by person, and I'll just go down the line here. So we both – you both said that uh, we would go 2-0 or – well, we, between the two of you, we said we would go 1-0 total. Both of you said that, so – both dubs for the cards. So both of you keep track of what yours is. So one and oh for both of you. Tyler said that we would lose to the Chargers. Tybo said we'd win. Tyler said we would beat the Colts. Tybo said we would lose. You both said we would lose to the Bucks. You both said we would beat the Raiders. Tyler thinks we'll lose to the Bills. Tybo's confident we'll beat them. Tyler says we'll beat the 49ers. Tybo doesn't like the idea of that, says we'll lose. You both said we'll beat the Titans. You both say we'll beat the Jags. When it comes to that second Chargers matchup, Tyler thinks that we will win. Tybo thinks it's kind of a trap game. He doesn't like it, thinks we'll lose. You both think we'll beat the Rams for two entirely different reasons, I might add. You both think we will lose to the Bengals, both for the same reason. For that second, for the first Broncos matchup, Tyler says we will win. Tybo says we will lose. And then for the next three straight games, you both say we'll win. So Texans, Seahawks, Broncos, you both say our Chiefs W's. Where does that put us? That'll put me at 12 and four prior to the final game. I'm nine and six. Wow. Couple different splits. Uh, so going in with that at twelve and four, I still don't think that gives us the solidified number one spot. I honestly don't even think that gives us the solidified number two seed. So we will have to go into Las Vegas and come out with a win, either to lock up or try and lock up the first and or second seeds. Uh, so yes, we will be playing our starters in Vegas and Patty Mahomes will come out with a final victory in the final game of the regular season. With the way I'm looking at it, um, you know, at nine and six, the game is going to be a little bit more important than if if we were 12 and five, um, Patrick Mahomes, second best home field advantage is whatever the freaking stadium is in Las Vegas. He's the Grim Reaper. <laughs> He's coming into that all black stadium in his black cloak and his fucking scythe. And he just chops the dicks off of Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. So, all right. So that means that Tybo thinks we will go 10 and six. 
And Tyler thinks we will go 13 and four for context. Tyler was unconfident that 12 and five would be able to get us the one seed. Uh, he's right and he's wrong. Last year, Tennessee was the number one overall seed. They were 12 and five. The Chiefs were the number two overall seed. They were 12 and five. Uh, so it could and it couldn't. He's not right and he's not wrong. Uh, I, I'm thinking 10 and six, 11 and five, or well, yeah, 10 and six, 11 and five. Um, there's a couple of games that are very, very close for me to call that I aired on us losing because changes and we still haven't fixed the defense, but don't worry. I've got all of it saved on my phone and stuff. So as the season goes on, we'll go back. We'll talk <laughs> about kind of what your guys' picks were and we'll see and we'll you can get bragging rights and that'll be some more stuff we can talk about down the road. Uh, so you guys got anything else you want to add to the schedule here before I kind of push us into the Tybo's top five? I mean, this, this could obviously change, um, but I, I'd like to preface like it, the first four weeks are going to be, I would believe, our toughest stretch of the season. I know we've got a few games there with the Chargers, the Rams, the Bengals, and then somewhat of an easier stretch. But I think once we get to that bye week and week eight, the rookies are kind of set. Everything's getting kind of into a good flow in chemistry. So um, keep your heads up in the first eight weeks, Chiefs Kingdom. Keep your heads up in a little bit. If it's looking rocky, as we're kind of calling it to be, just just know that that Andy Reid knows how to turn the corner after a bye week. Yeah, I think the two tough stretches on the schedule this season, obviously you just alluded to the first one, which is the opening four games. That's Cards, Chargers, Colts, and Bucks. Three of the four of those I might add are on the road. Uh, going to be a really hard start. The other really tough stretch that I mentioned briefly as we were going through is going to be on the road at the Chargers, home against the Rams, on the road at the Bengals, and on the road at the Broncos. Uh, I would argue that that's probably the tougher stretch. Uh, but both stretches are three games on the road. Uh, both stretches are all playoff teams. Uh, it's going to be interesting, but no, great advice when it comes to Chiefs fans. We're not going to be looking hot, I don't think, coming out of the early part of the year. Um, you know, so not to be a dead horse, but this team could easily be three and three coming out of the first six weeks. Uh, the bye week does come at a pretty convenient time. I believe it's week 10 this year. Uh, so we'll see how things go. All right. It is time for the brand new segment called Typos Top Five. Um, I'm going to be doing, you know, could be football related, could be whatever the hell I'm thinking, you know, that week. I'm going to be doing a lot of different Tybo's top fives. But this week, it is AFC West theme. I'm even going all the way back to the AFL West. I am picking my top five franchises that have ever been in the AFC West. Like I said, also including the AFL West. The original AFL West was the Dallas Texans who moved to Kansas City in 1963. The Denver Broncos, the Los Angeles Chargers, who came and went to San Diego, and the Oakland Raiders, who have moved to L.A. and now Vegas. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals played the last two AFL seasons in the AFL West. Um, and w- after the merger, they moved to the AFC Central. Um, and in 1977, the Seahawks were added to the AFC West until 2002 um, before moving back to the NFC West. Um, and briefly, for one year, the first year Tampa Bay Buccaneers joined the AFC West in 1976. So of those franchises, here is my top five. It's going to be based on ex- historical significance and you know the current standing of the franchise as a whole. So number five, the Buccaneers. 
I think the Buccaneers, um, you know, having some really bad teams in history, um, they have a couple Super Bowl wins. A couple of Super Bowl wins. What was it, 91? You know? 90, or excuse me, 99 with uh, Gruden? He's a real grinder. Yeah. My, my parents beat uh, the fact that that was a Tony Dungy team that John Gruden just took over. So I never, I was always a Gruden skeptic as a child. It was beat into my head. Um, but, you know, I think they've, the, I think it was 2002, the Super Bowl you're talking about. Um, they beat the, they beat the Raiders. Um, so they, and you know, with Tom Brady joining the team and, you know, beating us in the Super Bowl, you know, they've got, they've got some cool historical significance. So, but I have them in, I have them at number five, number four, the Chargers. you know, they've had some cool teams. They never really done anything. They never won a Super Bowl. They've never, they've never done anything. They're fantastic at getting to the AFC championship game. But (laughs) not as far as taking that next step. Uh, The Chargers are number four for me. Number three, the Raiders. The Raiders. I believe they're tied with the Broncos for most Super Bowl wins in the division, but I don't think their franchise matches where the Chiefs are at right now. Um, But, you know, John Madden. huge part of NFL history. You know, the Raiders have a lot to tout um, as far as NFL historical significance, but I think the chiefs franchise um, where it's at now puts themselves above the Raiders um, as we go. But yes, that you, are, you are correct, by the way, just real quick, the Broncos and the Raiders both have three Super Bowl titles to the Chiefs yeah. two. So the chiefs have two. Um, and this kind of hurts me to say, but I'm just being honest as far as, the franchise as a whole in NFL history and where it stands now, I put the chiefs at number two Um, and, you know, I'm still a diehard fan, but um, the Broncos and what they've their their the stretch in the nineties. And, you know, I hate John Elway, just like I hate Tom Brady, but I can't deny his place in NFL history. So I think the Broncos franchise would probably rank higher than ours. But that is Tybo's top five for the week. Yeah, obviously the Broncos with three titles, uh, Raiders with three titles, Chiefs with two titles, and the Chargers with zero titles. Zero. Zero all time. Staying like that on top the, five. That's good. Staying on the AFC West train, and this is where we will close the show here. A uh, couple of interesting little tidbits. We're going to call this segment Folsom's Facts. Uh, named after my Twitter handle, which you can follow me on Twitter at Folsom's Facts. Uh, a couple quick funny ones this week. Uh, we're talking about the schedule and about the crazy amount of primetime games the Chiefs had. I think they had three in their first five games alone. And as we know, the Chiefs will always get flexed even more in games as the season goes on. That's nothing new. Uh, as of right now, the AFC West has 19 total appearances in primetime. That's tied for the second most in the Super Bowl era. Uh, the Chiefs, Chargers, and Broncos all have five games apiece in prime time. The Raiders have four. Um, and as we know, like we said, I mean, the Chiefs are going to end up getting more. One thing that I wanted to kind of tack on to this that I find interesting, um, and this goes to show and kind of illustrate the arms race 
in the perspective, uh, you know, in the viewpoint of the league as a whole, nationally speaking, I would be curious as to how many, I don't know this answer. I should have had this ready. I didn't think of this until just now. I would be curious as to how many primetime games the Broncos have had in the last five seasons, or for that matter, 10 seasons combined. They've got five this year alone. Uh, I can't imagine they've had five in the last three to five years. Uh, just with how down and bad they've been. We teased before about how the Chiefs hasn't lost to them in six years, blah, 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 blah. But pretty wild. Uh, and it's cool. Folsom's back there. Just about, I mean, 19 primetime games, second most all time. I mean, AFC best, as we've been saying over and over and over again. And then one last super hilarious stat, it's kind of a two-parter that I'll leave you guys with this week, and then we can kind of just BS our way out. Uh, so this is courtesy of NFL on CBS, so credit them. But I saw this scroll through Twitter today. Patrick Mahomes has 13 games in his career in which he has passed four or more touchdowns, had four or more passing touchdowns, right? You guys care to take a guess how many four touchdown games every Bears quarterback combined ever over the last 50 years has? How many games they've had four touchdown passes or more? Um. Like seven? I know it's a sad stat. I'm going to say like 10. It's 10. So Mahomes Mahomes in what? He's played four seasons, right? So Mahomes in in four years has more passing, four touchdown passing games than this includes Jay Cutler, obviously, uh, and every other. uh, Bears quarterback in the last 50 years. He's already beaten him by three. So like I said, this is a two-parter. So another fun fact to go along with this, in four seasons, Mahomes has more passing touchdowns total than any QB in Bears history. So this is not just the last 50 years. This is the history of the Bears, uh, except for Jay Cutler, who has three more. So Mahomes will probably beat that in game one of the season this year. <laughs> That's sad. Uh, just more context and random stats to show you how much of an they, outlier freak Patrick Mahomes really is. They decided to take Trubisky, or as I like to call him, Trubusky, yep. instead of Pat. Yep. So the man has never sh- thrown a pick six. Take that information and do it with what, whatever you will. <laughs> <laughs> a decision that may haunt them forever and always. Uh, I would like to point out, Christian, you, you said uh, previous to your first Folsom fact um, about the flexing of schedules, uh, the Chiefs are only allowed one additional uh, primetime game for this season. Um, there are a multiple, multitude of, of teams who do have five. The NFL is only allowed to schedule five primetime games for a season, uh, which allows either one flex or for uh, the final week of the season to be put into a primetime game. No team is allowed more than six primetime games in one season. Funniest fact of all is Detroit has zero. <laughs> God, I'm so shocked by that. <laughs> I figured it would have been Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, man. That's it takes crazy a special think, team to go 0-16, my friend. Crazy to think that the max you could have preseason is five, and our division, three of the four teams have five, the other one has four. It's like the max you could have is 20 preseason, and the division's got 19. I mean, if, as if you need more further proof of the national perception of the division. You know, I mean, nobody that listens to this show or anybody on this show needs any other proof. But, I mean, it just blows my mind. I've never seen a division like this 
that I can recall. I mean, I'm sure there's been. I'm not saying there hasn't. I just don't recall. Uh, I forget who tweeted it, but I really like resonated with it because I was so frustrated. Like nobody did this to Tom Brady in the AFC, whatever he's from. Like they didn't stack the goddamn deck the way they're doing it against us. Like shit. Nope. Nope. Those teams were widely mismanaged throughout the the decade and a half that he played there. Oh, um, yeah. So, um, you know, and, 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 and they're, and they're still kind of are, I mean, uh, those, those, fran- Jets. those franchises are just kind of poverty franchises. I mean, even when the Jets had their best teams ever under Rex Ryan and made what back-to-back AFC championship games, it still got spanked both times. So it's like, you know, yeah. So it's like, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, Brady's had some of the best defenses, some of the best luck and some of the best offenses ever. But then again, it's a team sport. He's a good player. I mean, luck's part of it. Health's part of it. Talent's part of it. He's had all three in abundance, you know? What are you going to do? I hate the guy, but he's a golden boy. I'm going to go ahead and say it was a Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft conspiracy. Like they were (laughs) fucking up the other team's front offices on purpose. (laughs) They still doing that? Yes. They got to be. No, they haven't been found out. I mean, I just just called them out on it, so we'll see, you know? So we'll see. Investigation will start this week. (laughs) You heard it here first. You heard it here first. It's Tybo's Top Fives and Tybo's Dimes. Uh, that's all for this week, everybody. Remember, uh, go to our Twitter this week. We'll have a poll question put up. This week, we're going to do a quick one of just uh, kind of your predictions for the schedule. We'll do brackets of the total wins. You'll see it on there. You can follow the Twitter and the polls at T2CFP. That's also where you can follow anything Tybo is doing. And remember, you can follow me at Folsom's Facts. Tyler? Get us out of here. Thank you all for listening. Join us next time. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore Suavage underscore. Make sure to follow Christian at Folsom's Facts. Follow Tybo and the show at TLCFP. And as Damn always. It, dude, that you've done it twice now. It's T2C. Oh, I've done it twice. It's T2C. Twice. Fire me. So much editing. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Ah!